0: joey doesn't share food it's dog behavioral training this week on why do you know that
1: Why do you know that? The party podcast that wants to know why you know so much about a very specific topic. I'm Nadia Osman.
0: I'm Steve Slaga. Hi, Steve. Hi, Nadia. Oh my God. I know. I'm so tired. You're in it.
1: I'm in it. You're
0: in the thick of it.
1: I'm in the middle of moving. Yeah. And I I don't know where anything is anymore. Mm -hmm. Everything's just in boxes. Oh no.
0: Where's your um office stuff no idea where's your makeup
1: ha- i haven't got a clue
0: where's your kitchen wares
1: probably in a box okay or it could still be I, it, you know that thing where it feels like your drawers are just replenishing magically when you move like somehow no matter what you packed it still feels as if there is more to pack more to pack yeah to pack, over and over and over again mm-hmm. and it, it'll never end mm-hmm. that's what it feels like yeah
0: right and when you're sure you only have one more trip and then you Stuff your car, and it's like, oh, I have eight more trips to yep. get all my stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I had a sad thought just now, <laughs> just the second.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We're never gonna record it. I I had my last recording session at at your old apartment. I'm never gonna be there again to record.
1: Um, well, we can we can arrange something.
0: Can we? Maybe. How? I don't know. When are you out of that one?
1: Uh, w- within a few days. All right. We oh within a week. So
0: maybe, maybe, maybe
1: you could you could. I wouldn't bet on it, but you know, dark horse bet that kind of thing.
0: If I never go back, I'm fine. But I just you know, not a sad thought, sentimental thought. Yeah, had a little moment,
1: nostalgia. Yeah,
0: had a nostalgic thought. Uh, I'll be okay.
1: Okay, you know who's not okay?
0: Who's not okay? My
1: cat that I'm inheriting as part of this move. Oh, uh, who uh, was moved in? the other day and now i now i will also have a cat so we'll be the podcast host with cats no one's ever <sighs> good we're the first good luck other
0: podcasts. <laughs> get out of our way while you can cuz we will run you the fuck over this with cat, our two cats
1: <laughs> this cat is not having it and i know really? that yeah cats are not great with moves to begin with but yeah. this cat is distressed this cat is just meowing nonstop. Aww. No matter how many treats I give him, no matter how much melatonin the guy's got pumped inside of him, Aww. I he'll be okay. He's yeah. just, you know, doing a little... He's just being kind of dramatic.
0: Cats don't love anything that's outside of their routine. Right. So yeah. I've
1: upended his world yeah. and he hates me now. Like,
0: imagine what happened to him is like, imagine you woke up one morning and somebody just... Well, no, it'd be somebody you knew. But somebody was just like, surprise, you're in a brand new world. Yeah. (laughs) Not even just like a new city, but just like a new existence
1: yes and to do it they had to put me in a tiny crate and i didn't know where i was going for Uh, all of 10 minutes
0: some yeah well you know all animals behave differently
1: they sure do (laughs) cats behave one way but dogs 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 and they how they behave (laughs) that's a secular i had that
0: in my back pocket since honestly before we started recording i was like i know the be do be (laughs) do
1: great I'm going to bring in our guest. She's an actress and writer from UCB. And dead to me, please welcome Liz Adams. Hi. Hello. Hello. Uh, And today we're going to be talking about Dog behavioral training.
2: Yeah, I um, know an awful lot about it for someone who's never even considered being a vet <laughs> or a dog behavioralist or any sort of animal wrangler of any sort. Yeah, like you're, <laughs> this is not your job. No, not even remotely related to it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How did you study it?
2: Um. Okay, so I I do have a dog. I've had a few dogs over my lifetime. My long, long life <laughs> um, no, <I'm> very young. <laughs> um, no i 'm very young no i so i I used to date this guy, um, he sucked, but this door is not about him he uh, He and I had this dog together that was this ten pound just like teeth on legs, she was so mean, and she bit everybody. Like somebody she bit had to get stitches. <gasps> it was crazy. She was just like the meanest uh-huh. little thing. But she was really sweet when she wasn't biting people. Yeah. <laughs> so you know that old chest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I at the this was oh gosh, this was years and years ago. But I um, I really liked that dog, even though she was so mean. And so I was t- <laughs> trying to do everything I could to like you know make her not. Um, so aggro, so I went to the library and I basically checked out every single book on dog behavior I could and I read all of them. I met with like three separate behavioral trainers, one that specialized in aggression and like I just got really, really, really into like dog psychology and dog behavior to like try and understand why she was like little Satan spawn. (laughs) She was really cute. Uh
0: I totally stepped on a very important question. Nadia starts every episode with, "Oh,
1: oh why do you know that?" Yeah, I think we just answered it. <laughs> yeah, I'll ask it anyway. Why do you know that? And then you can just say all that stuff I just told you. <laughs> um, all that stuff I just told you. Yeah. <laughs>
0: all right, so I, wa- I do want to apologize.
1: <laughs> that everything's topsy turvy. I don't know where anything is, Steve. I know my world is upended. I'm a cat so is upset.
0: I'm taking advantage.
2: When a oh, cat look at is my
0: upset. Cat.
1: Oh, yeah. Steve's yes. cat is very happy. She's rolling, rolling around on the Yeah, Fruit, uh, Fruit and Cosmo, the name mm. of the cat, are going to have to become the unofficial yeah.
2: mascots.
0: We will have... We'll, I we'll also have two cats.
2: Of, so we are, yeah. we are hanging out four cats strong but, yes. yeah, right now. Yeah, we got
0: four cats between us. Yeah. Cat club That's a lot of yeah. cats.
2: I would have more, too. I really would, but... Um, I think that's called hoarding. Yeah. Uh, so I think,
0: I, <laughs> I don't know because the thing with cats, I feel, is like if you have one, it's not too hard to just have more.
2: <laughs> I, th- I think that's true for any animal. Cause yeah. They keep each other company. Yeah.
0: I think about that with Fruit Snack, but then I worry that she won't love me as much.
2: <laughs> now, I don't think that's true. How many dogs
1: have you had?
2: So you had the one uh-huh. with the I've scumbag. Had th- yeah, I've had three dogs. Okay. Um, and so the, the mean little one, um, I ended up having to, because she bit someone who had to get stitches. And I was very young at the time. Uh, and my ex and I had broken up, but I took, we had two dogs. And I took the two dogs from him because he was just... I mean, we do you want to go into like why she was mean because sure. like that's that's yeah. why she was mean is because um my ex grew up in one of those households that's like like he grew up on a farm and like his dad like worked with farmers and this was like rural Minnesota and like just the way that his particular family thought about dogs was like if they're bad, you hit them and if they like, make a mess in the house. You stick their nose in it. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's a really old school way of thinking about dog training. And, like, a lot of people hold those views. And if you're one of those people listening, don't do that. Yeah. That's so bad. The poor dogs get, like, trauma from it. Yeah, that's and so mean. basically, that's why she was so mean is because she became really, like, it's called fearfully aggressive. Like, she was scared of everything. And so, she lashed out, like, as a defensive like a defense mechanism she wasn't like looking for trouble she, i know it was really sad. she yes, wasn't condition. one of those west side story dogs no snapping its fingers i've met a few card. of those in my day and you know she wasn't one of those <laughs> <laughs> hot d- doing pirouettes on a basketball court oh my gosh can you
1: imagine it's like cats
2: <laughs> yeah dogs
1: uh, oh is that the, is that <laughs> andrew, andrew lloyd weber ring 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 we do we have a pitch for you
0: it's cats but dogs <laughs> That's we it. Call, we call andrew lloyd weber's office and there's like a, an automatic answering machine like if you're pitching cats but with dogs please press one
2: <laughs> <laughs> listen i've had this great idea no one's ever thought about before um, Yeah, so uh I forgot the original question already, but
1: <laughs> So uh, so that was the first dog Right,
2: and then um w- My ex and I We had thought So my ex got This is also why she was so bad My ex got her from This guy on a farm Who had a litter of puppies And he got her when she was way too young She was only like two weeks old you sh- You're not supposed to take Dogs away from their mothers Before they're eight weeks Because they learn really important social skills Like mm-hmm. don't bite each other <laughs> Um when they're with their litter. And they learn what's called bite inhibition. So like, you know how golden retrievers, uh, like the thing is they, they can like hold eggs in their mouths without breaking them.
0: Oh
1: yes, I was gonna say what? And then I was like, no, I've seen this.
2: Yeah, so like- it's <laughs> I'm gonna like say what? <laughs> dogs that have like a gentle bite or like, um, um, and some dogs don't have that. So like crazy puppies, sometimes they're like just really bitey and you're like, ow, stop that. They haven't learned proper bite inhibition, yeah, which is just- Yeah, biting just, into that yoke. <laughs> which is like just the ability to like bite but not so hard it like learn le- it's like a just like a hey don't do that instead of uh now you're mm-hmm. bleeding right <laughs> so um, those are the choices m- that old dog uh did not learn that so she uh caused some blood she was so small but such big teeth
0: was she able was the behavior able to be curbed or no, nope can't no. teach an old dog new tricks well
2: you could so the problem that i ran into with that dog was i was i was in college full time i was broke i was a broke college student mm-hmm. and like the resources and time that it would have taken to rehabilitate her i simply did not have and then i was stuck at the uh like a a hard decision where I had to leave because I graduated college and there was like somewhere that I was moving out of state and I was like, do I bring her with me or what do I do? So I actually found a sanctuary for unadoptable animals
0: (laughs) Oh. Because
2: if I had given her to a shelter, she would have been put down immediately because she bit everybody. Mm-hmm. And like, that's Aww. kind of like a number one criteria for a dog you're adopting is that it doesn't bite you. Yeah. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> Makes sense.
2: So I found um a, a like a sanctuary that specialized in, most of their dogs were, it's very sad, but it was very sweet, like terminally ill. Or like a lot of them had like um feline, what is it, FIV? Like uh, the, yeah. They're uh, like kitty aids basically. Yeah. Um, So, she was very dog aggressive, too. So, she ended up living in the, like, cat house (laughs) because she could only tolerate cats.
0: (laughs) Uh Put me in the cat house, too. (laughs) uh,
2: We, like, got some updates for her because you can, like, sponsor them and pay for them. And she's just, like, living the the life. Oh, that's
0: wonderful. uh,
2: With her her cat.
0: Friends. I've never heard of those sanctuaries. I think that's great. Yeah. I wonder if there's any near here. Listeners, find, Google them, and um, donate, support, volunteer. Yeah.
2: It, it was a really, I was very happy to have found it because I was like really panicking. Yeah. Because I was like, no one's going to want this bitey dog. Yeah.
0: Oh, just a dog in college is yeah. another advice for listeners. If you're in college, cats, hamsters, turtles. Yeah, That's what you a should dog have. was a lot of work. Yeah. I was very
2: young and impulsive, and like my ex had gotten the dog on a whim, and mm-hmm. then I just took it from him because I was like, "You are a bad dad." Yeah,
0: well, he was. He
2: was. <laughs>
1: um, so you have a dog currently? I
2: do have a dog currently. His name is Potato. Potato. Oh, you
0: have great names. Thank you. So, uh, Potato.
2: Uh, my cat's names are Diva, but she doesn't know her name is Diva, so yeah. uh, she thinks her name is Kitty. Aww. And then um, Optimus Prime, Great names. we call Opie. So mm. we have Potato, Opie, and, D- well, Kitty. Love it. <laughs> These are solid names. Yeah. I got them all at very different points in my life, and so what I thought was funny at the moment is yeah. different, so mm-hmm. they're not matching at
0: all. Yeah, no, that's what I like about it. <laughs> I Because, yeah, anyone can have two cats named, like, I don't know, what are two cats? Bert and Ernie, or yeah. like, you know, matching cat names. Yeah. But I really like Diva slash Kitty, Optimus Prime. Well, and, and then the
2: other dogs that I had, the previous dog I had with my ex, who was like pretty normal, but um, I ended up having to rehome because he had really intense separation anxiety. Mm. God, you guys, dogs have so many issues, yeah. like just as many issues as people. Um, but his name was Chevy Chase, and then the dog that I didn't name, her name was Tipper, which was weird because that's when, like, I think Gore and Bush were a thing. Uh, and so, like, Gore, Al Gore's wife's name yeah, is Tipper, Tipper. Gore. <laughs> so I didn't pick that name, you guys. Man, I didn't name naming my dog can- <laughs> after Tipper Gore. Yeah.
0: Nobody, listener, third piece of advice <laughs> don't name your dog after Tipper Gore. <laughs> or maybe do. My grandma had a dog named Tippy. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Tippy's a cute name, Tippy Gore. Dippy Gore. <laughs> yes, she gave my she give her dog a last name as well.
1: Let's say you're getting another dog and yes. you're going to the shelter because mm-hmm. we don't we adopt we don't chop. That's and true. And you are looking around. And what are some of those common dog behavior issues that you're going to be on the lookout for as somebody is maybe helping yeah. you with the adoption process? Like if they mention, so, oh, this dog barks a lot, or yeah. this dog chews, or this dog howls. Like, what are the things that you should be
2: looking for? What do they mean? Yeah. Hundred percent. So the thing that's hard about adopting from a shelter is all those dogs are under a lot of stress, and Mm -hmm. so they might not actually exhibit the behaviors that they're going to exhibit when they've lived with you for a year. You know, so like I met six dogs before Potato that I said no to, which is crazy because you'd think you'd want to take every dog home, but I was very specific about like what kind of dog that I wanted to. match my lifestyle cause I'm not like a super active person. I'm hyper, but I'm not like exercise active. <laughs> it's a common mistake people think about me. <laughs> I am very sedentary. And so I need a dog that doesn't, I can't get like a border collie. Or those, a beagle
1: or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Well, like working dogs go notoriously insane when you stick them in an apartment with no exercise. So, like, I have one friend who had a dog that literally ran like a crop circle in her backyard because it just was so under exercised. Yeah, it just like ran her grass like bare, which Holy is crazy. Shit. But you can't get a sheep dog and then put it in a in an apartment.
1: Yeah. It also seems mean. I know we should be adopting as many dogs and cats as possible, but like it
2: does feel a little, yeah, like uh, uh, unintentionally mean. I guess. Well, I think you have to think about, and this is like when I was reading all those dog behavior books. Like what we did to the wolf to get to where we are here is very, very interesting. And I've always thought like that sort of evolutionary, like human-assisted evolution, was really interesting because dogs are descended from wolves all dogs like chihuahuas like german shepherds and the they still like behave sort of like wolves but they're a very different species and they have evolved with really different sets of behaviors and so like this is another thing that like i know way too much about is that like um the you know how there's like this sentiment about like a alpha dog or like pack animals. Mm -hmm. So all that research that's based off of was... Taken from a bunch of wolves that were taken from different areas and different families. So they behaved differently than they probably would have in nature with their own families and like social groups. And that's why they were way more aggressive than they normally might have been. So like this alpha thing also doesn't translate to domestic dogs because they're not wolves. We're separated by thousands of years of selective breeding that kind of behavior out of them. Anyway, Anyways,
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fascinating to know because I do feel like that's such a, a yeah a, maybe a holdover. In, yeah it's a very, societal
2: knowledge yeah yeah it's really interesting because now all the do- like the current dog behavioralists and like the experts say that like that sort of thing because you'll hear it a lot like oh your dog is trying to be dominant you need to show who's the alpha of the family like no that's not really a thing like you're just kind of bullying your dog if you're b- behaving that way yeah. <laughs> like so if you're listening and you think that you need to show somebody who's boss and that somebody's a dog, then he already knows. And
0: yeah, the animal is always boss. That's just how how it is. (laughs) What the animal wants goes. Well, there's
2: some schools of thought that are like, you shouldn't let the dog walk in front of you. You shouldn't let it sleep on the bed. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that because it needs to know you're the boss. And I'm like... you, it doesn't, you don't need to yeah, do that. I if,
0: have a friend who won't put, the dog doesn't go on the bed and it's like, you're missing out on a very important well, part of Well, that's also not ownership. how dogs
2: sleep. It's not like the alpha sleeps on top of a rock and all the other, you know, that's yeah. not how, all the dogs sleep together in a pile.
0: That's what- well, that's a, adorable. It is,
2: that's why it's called a dog pile. Oh. Like- Oh!
0: <laughs> Mark the time code. You got a funny quote to pull for this one. <laughs>
2: But for real, yeah. So like that sort of separation, it's just like that's bonding that you're missing out on. Yeah. Um, But I forgot the original question again.
0: (laughs) I do that all the time.
2: Um. So well,
1: okay. Oh yeah. When you're looking for a dog,
2: so um. I highly encourage people that are looking for a dog to buy to buy to adopt an adult dog. You're not allowed to buy dogs anymore in California, by the way. Oh, um, they their pet shops are not allowed. All pet stores that have dogs are working with some sort of shelter or like humane society to adopt them because it's right. illegal now for cats too. I think you'd still buy like birds, but anyways. Who's buying a bird we've been over this. I'm not a bird yeah, person. They're I just a- tiny
1: dinosaurs trying to um, b- attack me.
2: I was not into birds until you guys know Jess. Mm-hmm. Um, she has bird. She has bird. <laughs> and um she likes that bird so much that I started to you know, it started to warm up. Are, I can't I imagine. I on, on birds.
0: I I trust you, but I can't imagine <laughs> I, feeling that di- way. It's, they're
2: very different. You know, they're birds yeah. and not mammals. Mammals yeah. are more similar in their, like, because you can read them differently, but mm-hmm. birds have, they're less expressive. But dogs are very, very expressive. And that's the thing, too, about, like, dog behavior is they show you everything you need to know. They're very expressive if you know what to look for. Mm-hmm. So, like. When I met with all those dogs, there were there was one dog that was real cute. That was just like super hyper. It didn't stop running the entire. It was like they usually will let you like spend some time with the dog in a separate room where it's quiet when you go to a shelter or a, or a, a rescue, and then they like give you some time to get to know the dog. And there was one dog that just didn't stop running the entire time. And I was like, I can't do this. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. There was another dog that wouldn't come out of the corner because it was so terrified, and oh. I was like. Okay, I don't know if this dog is just like this, but like this is not I, I don't think I can move forward with this dog. And then there was one dog that I almost took home before potato that they cat tested her and she failed the cat test. Ooh,
0: what <laughs> does the cat test entail? So
2: I so I got potato from this place called the Lang Foundation. They're lovely. They treat their animals so well. And the reason I really like them over the shelter, no like shade to the shelter was but it was because the animals seemed much more chill and relaxed mm. and it told me that they probably got more human time rather mm-hmm. than the shelter they're really just in cages and like there's too many of them to get a lot of one-on-time one-on-one time with the volunteers but the sanctuary or the the rescue was just like all the animals were more relaxed and i was like okay i can get a better feel for what kind of dog it's actually going to be but they had cats at the shelter or the rescue too and so they like introduced her to like a dog friendly cat and i guess she just barked the entire time did not stop barking for like 15 minutes and they were like okay i don't think this is gonna work um because you can train a dog to not do that but it's very it's better if you just get a dog that doesn't do that Yeah,
0: Um, and that dog can go to someone who doesn't have a cat
2: yeah
1: exactly if part of your pitch for the musical cats but it's dogs involves just a number of where adults will bark at the audience members (laughs) and pretend that they are cats press three
0: (laughs) and that goes straight to andrew lloyd webber's (laughs) (laughs) cell
1: Because he wants to know, he
2: got, he wants to hear yeah. your pitch. That yeah.
0: means you've passed.
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> he's gonna make you bark, though.
0: <laughs> <sighs> Andrew. Oh, Andrew. Andrew Lloyd Webber is a fun name for a dog. Oh, that is really no funny. a tarantula. I know they don't like spin webs, but Andrew Lloyd Webber is a fun name oh, for a spider. that's
1: Funny. Oh, I yeah, I don't I I don't I like spiders. spiders. I'm very afraid of spiders. I'm, but I'm, if I'm there was a spider spiders. named Andrew Lloyd Webber, I would at least like. I
2: would chuckle well, and still run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, know, you can laugh
0: about it. You can laugh about a spider being named that without ever being near the spider. Yeah, I don't so. need you to can be appreciate near from afar. Spider. I don't like spiders either. I have a
2: truce with the spiders in my apartment. If they stay in the corner and mind their business, but as soon as they come out of that corner, mm-hmm. they're out of my house. Yeah. You know, you've also, fair.
0: you can also sleep well knowing that you've got two cats that might.
2: They they have rescued me, like Opie straight up, launched herself in the air and caught a moth midair once. Whoa. It was very impressive. That's heroic. Moths really freak me out because they're like a little too erratic when Mm -hmm. they fly. I just think they're like dirty butterflies.
0: (laughs) Me too, moths are are dirty. A
2: moth ate one of my
1: sweaters, I found out as I was packing. Oh, jerk, what a jerk. I know, I'm gonna find
2: that (laughs) fucker and beat him up. Cosmo may have already found him. I hope so.
0: Or it was a moth, that could have died. (laughs)
2: Oh. <laughs> right, moths don't live that long.
0: So, just trying to make you feel better. Thank you. The moth that ate your sweater is dead. Oh, thank
2: you. I
1: appreciate it. What kind of sweater it. was it? It's just, it's just a, a nice like sweater.
0: A wool
2: sweater. Yeah, they yeah, like
1: it's like a cashmere situation. I
0: don't think I've ever had a moth... Uh, like something like that, where a moth they ate do my that. clothes. I think it's just because I've never had any clothes that a moth would eat.
2: <laughs> yeah, they like wool.
0: Yeah. I'm no, allergic to any. wool,
2: so it doesn't happen uh, often. Yeah, I am
1: also allergic to wool. So the only thing that I can wear are, is cashmere, which is the bougiest thing you'll ever hear me say. Cashmere is yeah. just
2: like really fancy wool. Isn't it is it?
1: fancy wool, but it's the only like. Softer, uh, yes, like soft knit because come from a goat, I believe, goat hair. Oh, I like goats instead of sheep hairs. <laughs> oh, so, like, me too. I love goats. Goats are great. Uh, <laughs> I really
2: want one. <laughs> do you for yeah, your backyard? I would love it.
1: Hang out. They're with so
2: chill. They that's why they're the perfect petting zoo animal because they don't give a fuck about anything. They just. I never eat. thought
0: about that. yeah. The, yeah. A, a petting zoo is almost always. Mostly goats. Well, because <laughs> it's
2: always like little kids grabbing them, yeah. you know. So you need an animal that won't bite them. It's yeah. true. It is like 80% goats. Yeah.
0: What else is at a petting zoo besides goats? Sheep. Um, Sheep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: A lot of those little guys, sometimes llamas mm. or like alpacas. Love a llama.
0: Yeah. Okay. I think you're alpaca right.
2: alpaca spit, though. So maybe not them. Maybe a camel occasionally. What?
0: At a petting zoo?
2: Have no. you seen a camel at I'm a petting zoo?
1: I'm thinking of a fair. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm thinking of petting zoos at fairs. And then there's a separate section. Sometimes they
2: have pigs too, but pigs are more like dogs. So they have to be really, really, really tame.
1: Um, Okay. So you've you've chosen a dog. Yeah. You found it. You are taking it to your home. It's Mm -hmm. going to live a happy, healthy life. Uh, What are some of those dog behaviors that you should maybe look for that are common? So like if you're trying to treat behavior issues, you're curious about like, why does my dog uh, keep... Chewing everything. Why does my dog uh, keep <laughs> keep humping the furniture? It's not true.
2: Humping and Chewing, Classic Dog.
1: <laughs> well, if you Together
0: ever,
2: at
1: last. If you ever do um, decide
0: to write a book, Humping and Chewing, Classic Dog <laughs> is the name of your, is the name of your That's behavioral. That's my memoir. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
2: New York um, Times bestseller. So most weird behaviors that dogs do come from like a lack of stimulation or the, like a lack of socialization when they're really young. So like humping is one of those things that it's not because a dog is horny like that's not a thing in do- you like i think what happens a lot is humans like ascribe their own behavior onto dogs and mm-hmm. dogs are a completely different species than humans and like we can't put our own language and our own feelings onto the dog yeah. So, like, that's the thing I hear the most, too, is, like, people will be like, she knows she did something wrong. You can see it. She looks guilty. And I'm like, no, she knows you're upset. Mm -hmm. And she's reacting to you being upset. She has no concept of the fact that she's done something you consider immoral. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) She's just being a dog. Yeah. She chewed those shoes because they smelled good. She yeah. didn't realize that they so were your thousand dollar yeah. Louboutins. It went know? through
0: the garbage and made a mess because something yummy was in the exactly. garbage. Exactly.
2: So like, wh-
0: and I now think you're yelling at it. So exactly. it's sad.
2: So it doesn't like in order to correct a dog, you have to catch it in the act or they don't know what you're doing. Mm. And even then, they'll sometimes still get confused because they don't learn the way that we do. So like, um, I think the biggest problems most dogs have is that like destructive behavior and that's usually curbed by just getting that dog a lot of exercise because like a tired dog is a good dog is kind of like the saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I think a lot of people will get dogs and not realize how much you need to walk them because even my dog who do- who's very small who's not a very like he's not you know a greyhound he doesn't need to like run five miles every day. He's still like, he's way better behaved if I've taken him on a couple walks. Um, yeah, separation animals. anxiety is one that's probably the hardest to train. And I recommend, I honestly recommend that every dog owner meet with a dog trainer at least once. And so I'm actually really big on positive reinforcement training, which is, uh, for clarification, not what Caesar Milan uses. Right. So he's um, the dog whisperer. If you guys are familiar with him, he's I,
0: listening. Just so you know. I, you know what, Caesar? <laughs> I
2: would love to talk with you. Actually, Caesar Milan got in big trouble because, like, he was uh, he was like sued or something because he was. Working with an aggressive dog and then there was like a pig or something that was there too. And he was like, I'm gonna train this dog, it's not gonna bite the pig and it attack the pig, like oh my viciously. God. and so like the I think he's getting sued. Uh-huh. This was a while ago too, so I don't I haven't looked up the details of like what the results are, but because Caesar kind of does and a lot of dog trainers that use that sort of like physical corrective method. They're like, this is what a dog would do to another dog, but like, you're not a dog, and our dogs know that we're not dogs. Yeah. Like, they are very, very aware. But we've, because we've evolved concurrently, they have learned to speak to us, and we have learned to speak to them.
1: Imagine if the reverse was happening, where a dog was trying to convince you that it was human, and yeah. they were like, "Go to there," <laughs> and you was just like, "I don't believe you. You are obviously a dog." Yeah. And like, no, go to there go to the, stop, stop
2: walking, Like stop walking. Yeah, they know we're humans. And like, they did this test on wolves versus dogs that I found really interesting. And they like um, put some like treat or meat or something out of the reach of the dog. It was like in a cage or something like that, or the wolf. And so the wolf never stopped trying to get it. It never like gave up or it never, you know, asked for help. But the dog, after a few minutes, stopped trying and looked at the human because they have learned that we have like a weird codependent relationship and they know. And my dog, like any dog owner will tell you probably like if your dog can't reach something, they'll just run over to you because they know you will get it for them. And my dog does that all the time. If he can't get something or like if there's no more water in the bowl and I've missed it, they'll come over and they'll ask you because they're so smart. They know humans will do things like that. And so it's like, Give your dog a little more credit, but also don't think it's a human. <laughs> yeah. like.
0: It makes me think of on The Simpsons, there was an episode where the dog was having problems and they would show like the point of the view point Aww, of the Santa's dog. Santa's little helper. Yeah, Santa's little helper. I and, love
2: Santa's little helper. And whenever
0: they were like mad at Santa's little helper through his point of view, all you would hear is like.
2: Oh, I think that one was like sad. I think episode. it was, yeah. I
0: think he got a new dog or an elephant or something. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the Simpsons it yeah, could be
0: anything
1: yeah. I think I remember that one vaguely yeah. there is one where he gets like a, a lassie type mm-hmm. who's like one upping oh Hallber. I remember that yeah. and then it's I, like the like, yeah and then there's a totally different one where they gotta send him to obedience training
0: that's the one I'm thinking of and
1: now, and he just like d- barely passes yeah. or like they're just like here get out of well
0: here. it was not For positive him. reinforcement no. at obedience training yeah
2: so positive reinforcement is basically rewarding good behavior and ignoring or redirecting bad behavior because um like you don't want them to become afraid of you and that's what hitting is like if if your dog is naughty and you hit it like it just becomes afraid of you it doesn't yeah. understand why you're so upset and like my dog my potato in particular I got him when he was like a year and a half and so whatever his life was before me I have no idea but he definitely has some issues and some anxiety Hey we all got baggage right Yeah we all have baggage that's you. what I say so like he <laughs> okay. he's gotten better but he um, doesn't like new people. He won't let them pet him or he doesn't want them to touch him or anything. And I'm like, I get it. I don't meet new people and I don't want them touching me, you know? <laughs> like a, if a stranger came up to you on the street and started touching you on your head, you would be like, excuse me, sir. Yeah. <laughs> at the very least, you might not bite him, but you'd at least say something.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, it's true. I do think about how we... Uh, I, I often think like when dogs see each other on walks what it must be like if you were basically quarantined in your home and then the only time that you go outside, you see another one of you, if that was humans, we too would freak out and, oh my God, hi. And you would try to like hi. get Hello. all your conversation out in that like, I mean, that's seconds. basically
2: why some dogs are so bad on a leash is because they have too much energy and excitement. And it's not, my dog is under this category. He doesn't know how to behave himself when he sees other dogs. So sometimes it comes out in the form of, snarling (laughs) but if he's like off leash not in our neighborhood or like at a dog beat or something he's way more chill and cool about it
1: but when he's on the leash he's just like he doesn't know
2: how to handle himself
1: "Uh, uh, uh, trapped Um, trapped trapped by long thing, long string holding me back i don't understand long
0: string (laughs) uh so how how do you feel about walking a dog like in a like I see people in my neighborhood walking their dog leashless. How do you feel about that?
2: I hate that. I think it's super dangerous. Yeah. Plus we also have leash laws and they're for our own protection and for our dog's protection. Mm-hmm. Cause the thing is my dog, he um in my I've figured out that in our neighborhood he's mean to other dogs, but when we're outside of our neighborhood he's chill. And I think that's a territorial thing. Like yeah. he's just like he knows our neighborhood, it's his hood. And like when he meets new dogs in our neighborhood, he's like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> snapping <laughs> um but uh there are a few like if if you're ever on the next door app you'll just uh, see people yeah, my griping. neighborhood's facebook
0: group oh is my god all about it and they shit talking yeah. leashless
2: dogs because like that's cool that your dog is good but my dog might not be and if your dog runs up to mine and mine bites yours yeah like That's your fault. I'm sorry. It just seems
0: so crazy to me because it's like there's a road with cars that drive fast. It's
2: so dangerous.
0: And like I used to like as a kid, I would get screamed at for running into the road.
2: Yeah. And dogs don't understand the concept of road. Yeah. They really don't. Like they're so stupid. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> they're at, dogs are at once the smartest and stupidest. Yeah. In the morning, they will save a child from a well, and in the afternoon, they'll eat eat a whole jar of Vaseline and yeah. not understand
0: yeah. it. I feel like a dog knows, like, oh, like the sidewalk. This is what we walk on, but I don't think it correlates no. the street with that. Even the, the best most trained, d- and the
2: thing is, even the most well trained dog is still a dog. It's not – it doesn't understand the concepts Mm -hmm. that we understand and it still reacts to instinct. So, like, if it sees a squirrel or a bird Mm -hmm. or, you know – or anything, you well, here's know, here's
0: a firework. Yeah, anything that's out of up. your control. Like it must be nice to walk leashless through your neighborhood and be like, nothing can possibly disturb my day. And I
2: really <laughs> hope nothing ever does for those people. Oh yeah, but it's very. I hate it, and I'm not the kind of person who's going to lecture someone when I see them mm-hmm. like without a leash. But I definitely am silently judging them yeah. when I see them. I'm like, put a leash on your dog. You Driving crazy. Uh, what if? Oh well, you guys are both from Michigan,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. And there's a lot more land out there. I'm thinking of places that aren't urban or even suburban, where there'd be fewer cars. Ooh, suburban. Perhaps.
0: You're speaking my language. <laughs>
2: it's still for me it's still just like, like if you were on a farm you'd still want them dogs are too unpredictable mm-hmm. yeah okay. My- even service dogs they're on leashes yeah you know and they're the best trained dogs there in you the go How,
0: if they're on leashes exactly. then let all be on leashes plus
2: it's a law so just follow the law yeah
0: that too don't get a ticket
2: yeah nobody gets tickets for not having their dogs that's on true.
0: leashes that's <laughs> true
2: yeah. Um so dog
1: barking is another behavior common mm. behavioral issue yeah. and uh, all their different barks mean different things. Yeah. Um so let's say that it's barking excessively at p- other, either people or other animals like what's that about?
2: So dog barking is just their way of communicating. And I think a lot of people try to punish them for talking at all, you know, but dogs are doing what's natural to them. And so I think all of dog training comes down to like, is it something that they think like is normal? You know, is that just like what dogs do? And then you try to teach them when the appropriate time to bark is. So like my dog is actually pretty quiet and he'll only bark when people are at the door. Mm-hmm. And I don't discourage that because I want him to he's he's alerting me because I've real. he doesn't bark if he's alone. And we have a, a webcam or like a doggy cam. And sometimes when we're coming home, we'll hear it. he's quiet. He doesn't bark when he's home alone because he, there's no one to alert. Mm. But when it's me and my husband, when we're home, he will let us know. But then he'll usually come running over to us. We'll, he'll he'll bark. We'll say, come here. He'll come over. And he's like done his job. So we'll say good job when he's quiet.
0: What a good boy! He's a very. Good That's dog. a very good boy. But
2: he's
1: just. He's just being like a little. He's your version of a Walmart reader. <laughs> yeah, just they're like, letting you <laughs> know Hi, something. Hi, welcome. <laughs> Hi, you're in front of the
2: house. And Hi. so there are a lot of different. There's actually. Um, if people listening are interested, because I'm not a dog trainer, and I think I should very very specify. I know a lot about it, but I am not a trained dog trainer. Identified no do you as a writer and an actress. Yes, and if anyone's not l- dog trainer professional, yes. well. but I know a lot about it because I've done a lot of research. But there is a certain Certified dog dog trainer on YouTube that I really like, and he teaches a lot of positive reinforcement things. And his name is Zach George, Z A K, and I love his stuff because he's really he's also really that sort of like cheesy happy. Sure, <laughs> he's like, hey guys, <laughs> and I love that. You met uh, a dog named Zach, but That dog would be so
1: cool. Zach, that dog name. imagine a dog named Zach, and now it's like Zach sun- Morris. Yeah, and now it's wearing sunglasses. Z A C
0: H or Z A C. CK.
1: Ooh, up to Z-A-K. you. C A K.
2: I yeah, think K, yeah, too. K- yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. K is the cooler. <laughs> yeah. K is cooler. <laughs> um, but one thing, my dog, I realized when I got him, he was definitely owned by someone and lived in a house because he reacted to doorbells, which is not like a thing that dogs know to react to until they realize that there's a person on the other end of that doorbell. So I had to, I can't remember the like actual name for it, but there's this, it's sort of like desensitizing a dog to a stimulus. So- I would play the noise of a doorbell, give him a treat, play the noise of a doorbell, give him a treat until he formed a positive association with it. So now when he hears a doorbell on the TV, he no longer barks at it. And sometimes he'll look at me because he's expecting a treat. Mm. And so that's also the concept of clicker training. So I don't know if you've ever seen people like using that like click, click mm-hmm. kind of thing. And that's what I use because it's a really consistent and specific sound that you don't make a lot. So like human voices, we um, – change the tone and the pitch and the way we say things. So it can work if you say like, good dog or good job or good boy. Okay, good. But it's better to have a more consistent sound that signifies, it's basically saying yes. So you're, whatever they do that you want them to continue to do, you say yes, and then give them a treat. And then they'll associate that click sound Mm -hmm. with yes. And this
1: also applies if you're trying to do some sort of quiet training.
2: Yeah. So basically with training a dog not to bark you reward when they're quiet and so even if they bark for a long time if you you say with our my dog i say shh and then if he doesn't stop barking i'll it's because there are sometimes like we have um this guy that delivers meals on wheels to one of my neighbors and he'll sit and he'll chat in the hallway very loudly and it very much upsets my dog and so When that happens, he'll usually bark for longer. Please deliver the meal and then get back (laughs) on your wheels. I can't take it.
1: Because
2: he knows there's someone out there that he can't get to. And so I will um, – sometimes I'll just go into a different room because I'm removing myself from that. And then that's like – so there's positive reinforcement and then there's negative reinforcement. And I think that's removing a thing they like. So I'm removing me, which he likes, and he'll usually just follow me into the other room because he – wants to be where I am and he'll stop barking. Mm -hmm. And so that's like one weird way that I get him to stop barking is to leave the room. And he's like, wait, what? Where are we going? (laughs) Um, But it's a distraction too. Or I'll tell him to be quiet or shh. And then as soon as he stops barking, I'll reward him with And for a dog, it's not just treats. Sometimes dogs are like affection motivated. Sometimes they're food motivated. Sometimes they're like toy motivated. And so people got to find out what like motivates their dog. My dog is very, very treat motivated.
1: Yeah, same. I'm very treat motivated. Yeah. <laughs> <But also, laughs> if you want me to do something, have a treat at the end yeah. of it and I will do
2: it. Well, and that's what people don't realize is they're inadvertently training their dogs a lot with affection. So like a lot of times if their dog is being really nasty and then they pick it up and pet it, they're mm. saying good job.
0: Oh, and yeah. so that's why
2: chihuahuas are so naughty because they're always being held and coddled. <laughs> and it's because whatever they're doing, their owners don't realize that they're saying good job, good job. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: do I know any chihuahuas? Do you? I don't think so. Mm.
2: Uh, I don't think it's like a behavioral thing. I think it's more, oh, I think it's more about the kind of people that get certain types of dogs. So I don't believe that pit bulls are bad dogs or that they're even particularly aggressive. But I do think people who want a pit bull like might, um, value those attributes of a dog mm-hmm. the kind of person who wants a pit bull is very different than the kind of person who wants a chihuahua yeah right or a person who wants a retriever who's exactly. maybe thinking
1: about a family of yeah. kids and wants a dog and is going to maybe treat that dog differently than a uh a german shepherd or yeah. labrador or what yeah. have you
2: i think that they're but also they're like Similar to humans, trauma is passed down through dog genes too. So, if like a dog mom is um, prone to anxiety, she passes that anxiety down to her puppies, and so they might be more prone to anxiety too. Well,
0: That happens with humans too, yeah. I right know. Oh, so that's also oh do, do we ever? <laughs>
2: <laughs> totally. I mean, like they're so fascinated. I
1: didn't realize that generational trauma also applies to animals. Mm-hmm. Not that, it, but it makes total sense. It's just like. Thinking about, yeah, if you have an anxious dog mom and then you end up with an anxious puppy, like, there's
2: not a ton that you can do there apart from the, you can, re- the positive yeah, reinforcement you training. You can try to help them. But mm-hmm. dogs are like people, they just, some of them just have different personalities. Right. You know. Exactly.
0: An anxious puppy does sound cute.
2: Yeah, <laughs> uh, just a neurotic. Like, yeah,
0: on paper, a neurotic, anxious puppy sounds adorable.
2: That's the lead character of dogs. <laughs> of dogs. <laughs> It's our protagonist. Uh, oh, my God. Please. How do you
1: feel about um, anti-bark collars? Oh, I
2: hate them. I hate them so much. My ex had a shock collar for Tipper because um, she, was, she was a yappy dog. She was an incessant barker. And I felt it once. So it's it's a vibration. Some of them are like work differently. This one, when it vibrated, it shocked her. So I put it, I vibrated against some like rough fabric and put it to my neck and I threw it away immediately after that because it hurt. Yeah. And she would, it like just seeing it, I am 100% convinced it made her worse.
0: And a a human, you're, bigger than the dog yeah so if it hurts you i can only imagine just, poor tipper i
2: think that i understand what would drive someone to want a uh bark collar if they're fed up they can't get their dog to stop barking it is really annoying because dogs bark and they're really loud yeah you know when it there's a dog that the neighbors behind me leave out a lot, and it just barks all day. And I'm like, can I – I'll bring your dog into my home to stop it from barking. I would love that. Like, stop to it. To be fair,
0: you'd make that offer to m- I know. most of the dogs. That's
2: true. <laughs> but I really just feel so bad for the dog because it's clearly just not getting attention. But, like, dogs bark, and it's – the barking isn't the bad thing. You don't want to discourage a dog from ever barking because it's a very useful way to communicate. Um, and it's just – It's so, I think it's really inhumane. It's hurting the dog. And there's some that have like citronella sprays, but I still think that's like what you're doing is you're giving them a negative association with barking and not teaching them when the appropriate time to bark is. The
0: collar sprays? Yeah. There's one that
2: has like, when they bark, it sprays citronella and they don't, the scent is so strong that they don't like it. Oh. But I still am like, you're making a dog afraid to do, and like- when you take away, it's like kind of like. Have you heard about when you declaw cats, they start biting instead? Mm-hmm. Yes, like Because yeah. you're taking away something that's very, very natural. And for a lot of cats, scratching is a stress release.
0: This one right here.
2: So, playing an audio. When <laughs> you take away, <laughs> when you take away something that's very natural to them, like barking, they manifest like neuroses in different ways. And so, I just think that's. I hate. Bark collars,
1: yeah, it makes sense, and I think a lot of it comes down to like you mentioned earlier with um exercising and yeah. paying a lot of attention to your dog, like wh- regular. There's lots of tests that say that regular w- dog walking can lead to better behavior. So oh, hundred percent. It's not just for you and you getting your ten thousand steps in because or- it's
2: also like mental stimulation too. And they have like smart dog toys where they have to figure out like, oh, I need to move this over here to get the treat and stuff like that. And smart dogs will figure it out pretty easily, but if you've got a little dummy, it'll keep them (laughs) occupied for hours.
0: (laughs) Do you think that a lot of dogs with behavioral problems, the main cause of it is somebody really wanted a dog and then just didn't put in the effort?
2: I think so. I think that's, I mean, honestly, that's a problem with a lot of people, right? Yeah.
1: That's, everything comes back down to,
2: oh, I want attention. Yeah, I didn't get attention as a child and now I want it so bad owning a dog is is work and i think people meet these like really really good dogs and they think all dogs are going to be like that mm-hmm. but like you have to reinforce and train your dog to be a good dog most of the time unless somebody just gives you a service dog mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah but even then they can fall back into bad behavior if you if you unknowingly encourage it which is like a lot of people do that i think people that's like the don't ever get somebody A puppy as a gift right. If you haven't been discussing it with them Well There's I
1: a- mean I've always thought that that's Semi insane because it's like Who gives a child it's like as some- a gift
2: I know it's like giving someone a baby That would be insane like here I got you this baby Also puppies are a lot of work So yeah. I always tell people uh, if you can, if you absolutely need a puppy for whatever reason, like okay, but if you can adopt an adult dog because you already know what their personality is mm-hmm. going to be, and also they're much less likely to get adopted. Yeah, and senior dogs in particular need yes. a lot of love and care. And yeah. get senior older. dogs, Ugh.
1: I think senior dogs are a great option if you're somebody who's like, I would like to get a dog, however. Yeah. I, I am either sedentary or I don't like have the time or effort to just, like, go crazy.
2: Puppies are so much work. Oh yeah. potty training. Mm. It's so it's really I've seen friends go stressful. through it and it seems like a nightmare. My um father in law and um they had uh two dogs that were over the age of ten and they hadn't taught it how to do anything, like sit, stay, lay down, none of that. And we were visiting and I taught their 10 year old dog how to sit and lay down. Cause I was like, I can teach this dog. It's a smart dog. Mm-hmm. And I was, it's just because they, they were good dogs. They weren't like crazy or anything. They just didn't know how to do anything. Yeah. Um, But I was like determined that I was gonna teach that dog a new trick, that old dog, a new trick, you know? So I can, I can tell you for certain old dogs can learn wow. new tricks. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs>
0: Breaking news, everyone! <laughs> Liz,
2: the actress, not a dog
1: trainer. <laughs> Male dogs versus female dogs. Is there any proof or anything, or is it just all in the um, training? Because I do think I that there's it's sort it's of a lot
2: of training. Okay. I've heard that female dogs can be more tenacious. In mm-hmm. my experience, the female dog I had was the bitey one, but I think it's more training. I, okay. I think maybe I. I- I I don't think I, I'm qualified to answer that, but I think it's like yeah, if you get a chill dog, I've met dogs of both sexes. They're not they're all new. Neut- you're supposed to neuter and spay them all anyway, so it doesn't really matter.
1: Yeah, uh, I <laughs> read. To. I read at some point that uh, dogs are a lot more likely to bite or become aggressive when they're walked by a male because they're the theory is that they are picking up on what the walkers' emotions are doing. So since- Oh, interesting. Dudes tend to be more aggressive or
2: testosterone-fueled. I think that- The dog um, is like, I will do this too. So there's this thing that I've, this is very anecdotal and I don't know if there's research done on this, but I've talked to a lot of owners of rescues and a lot of them say, cause this is my experience with my dog that they don't like men. They I've like heard that a women. lot. Yeah, and I think it has to do with, and this is a big generalization, obviously, but men tend to have a more sort of like forward energy, like a more um, invading your space kind of energy. Whereas women are taught to be more like socially sort of like laid back and they're more like, oh, sweet baby, come here. And dogs are like, oh, or guys are like, oh, hey, come here. Yeah, it's a dog. Um, And that kind of energy scares the shit out of an anxious dog, (laughs) whereas, like, girls are more like, oh, it's so cute, and that's something I've noticed, at least with my own dog, Potato. Um, I have very strict rules for people who come over because of how he reacts to people, and I just know him very well, and I know exactly how he'll react in any situation. So if you come over to my house, I will, if my dog has never met you, I'll meet you outside with him. And then I'll tell you, do not look at him. Do not talk to him. Do not try and touch him. Madonna rules. <laughs> yeah, say, basically. Was a
0: celebrity.
2: But it's because he, if he is not ready to initiate contact with you, he is just, he reacts with fear anytime he's unsure about something. And my dog does this thing called submissive urination, which is like basically when he's scared, he pees. Mm-hmm. It's not a potty training issue. It's an involuntary fear response. It's very, very sad. He wears diapers inside. So it's fine.
0: That's kind of cute It is cute But it's
2: also It's a really common thing For dogs that I So My hunch about Potato Is worst case scenario He was abused Best case scenario He was very poorly socialized So when people come over I don't let them Touch him Or interact with him Until my dog Initiates contact And that usually Takes the form of He'll like do a little Butt check If he likes you Kind of like a cat Or he'll just Straight up Jump on your lap And that Is him saying It's okay But even then um, I'm, I say no face stuff cause dogs actually don't like when you put their face, your face in theirs, that's in dog to dog language, that's perceived as a threat. And that's also like, what are you doing in my face, bro? Yeah. Um, that, I
0: feel like that's a good rule across yeah, the board, across all species. Let's keep our faces out of each other's yeah, faces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: But that's, um, so that's like the strict rules that I make everyone abide by when they come over and then he'll warm up to you in like five minutes. I
1: love the idea that of having sort of a writer for your dog, and (laughs) I think that this is something that should be adopted
2: across the board. that's what I would say. That's the correct way to greet a dog, honestly. Um, And also coming up, not like chest forward, head on, but coming, like crouching down from the side so you look a little smaller is the is the best way to meet a new dog. And even like a lot of people will put their hands out for the dog to smell, but that doesn't work with my dog because if he sees a hand approaching, he's going to snap at it. um, Because he's like, I didn't say you could touch me. Um, (laughs) So I, when people meet my dog, sometimes he he will take a treat from them. um, But then I say, just take your hand back, don't pet them. Like just form a positive association first and then he'll let you pet them. Or he'll let you pet him. But like when you're meeting an unknown dog, I never ever go like hands, body first. Just ask, please ask. This is for listeners. Please ask if you can pet their dog. And if they say no, it's not you, it's the dog. Like, you don't know what that dog's been through. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I do feel bad because sometimes people ask because my dog is very, very cute and he's also really curious. So he looks like he wants a pet, like he's sending out signals. Like, that people think he wants one, but he's just like, what's this? Mm -hmm. And I feel bad. And sometimes people get mad or they think I'm being a bitch. And I'm like, no, I'm doing this because my dog gets stressed. Yeah. (laughs) Like, and I'm really militant about it because, like, this is just the kind of mom I, I think I'm going to be. I'm definitely going to be this mom that's like, what did you say to my kid? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Always having diapers on in the house. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. But it's, like, stuff to – and he's gotten a lot better because we've been so careful with him. Yeah, we had it a, sounds
0: like you do the work Yeah, and the results are yeah. – prove that it's worth it because put in the effort.
2: Because 100%, if you don't do those things, he will get upset and he'll like snap and he doesn't bite, but he gives warning snaps. And that's another thing. God, I feel like this is me like on my soapbox now. I'm like, (laughs) dogs!
0: (laughs) Dogs. That's what we're here for, to provide a platform.
2: We've (laughs) given you a megaphone. That's, uh, (sighs) God. i forgot i got excited and then i forgot what i was gonna say I was oh no you'll about- never run for office oh, this no way. <laughs> i know i would be the worst politician i would be like um excuse me <laughs> what did you say to me <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> but uh biting Oh, that's what I was going to say. So people assume that a growl or a snap is bad. It's not bad. What's bad is when that dog gives you no warning and bites. And when you scold a dog for snapping or growling, what you're doing is saying, don't do that. But what they're doing is communicating to you. And so that's a good thing. They're saying, this is too much for me. And then you need to remove them from that situation however you can because they're communicating. And I think that's the biggest misconception Excuse me, about dog behavior is that all growling all snapping is bad. It's not ideal. I would love if my dog never growled that snapped or snapped at people. But what he's saying is, I am not ready for this. Yeah. And so. Honestly, um,
1: if humans communicated a little bit more like dogs, <laughs> I think a lot of issues would get solved pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, because if I, gro- I have been the growler or snapper in specific situations. Oh, yeah. Because I. I was not ready to handle that thing that yeah. we were dealing when with at that pushed moment. When you're too far, yeah. you mm-hmm. react. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, so dogs so. are
2: the same in that way. Yeah. And dogs are actually very easy to read. Their body language is very clear if you know how to read it. So like licking lips is um, a, it's a, like a stress response. So if a dog does not like what you're doing, oftentimes they'll do multiple behaviors that are saying, I'm not comfortable with this. So that's why people, when they're like, the dog bit out of nowhere, I guarantee they did not. They were giving very, very subtle signals that you were missing. So if they don't like what's happening, like if you move in for a pet and a dog moves its head away from you and it licks its lips, it does not want you to do that. And it's sending you messages that like dogs would understand because you're a human and you're like, you don't. Yeah, you know that's because that's not what people yeah, do.
0: Dogs open their mouths; their tongues come out. Yeah, it, it just seems like it's doing a dog thing.
2: Yeah, it, th- it seems like it's doing a dog thing, but what it's saying is, I'm not comfortable with this. Um, often, my I, we call my dog's ears satellite dishes because they communicate so much. Mm. <laughs> oh. Because huge oh, ears, it's I very cute. It. But they'll go back. His ears will get pushed up against sa- sa- like his head if he's nervous or unsure. And the biggest thing. Uh, my dog in particular feels is like when he's unsure he reacts fearfully and like he doesn't have that dog confidence to walk Mm -hmm. into a situation a lot of people are like this you know a situation he's never been in before with confidence a lot of people don't but um his ears go back he'll lick his lips um and then he his tail will go down and so those are Some really big signs That if you're interacting with a dog And it does any of those things It means it's not comfortable It doesn't mean it's going to bite you necessarily It just means Maybe you shouldn't do something That makes that dog uncomfortable I think I want to adopt the lip licking thing As a human (laughs) behavior Specifically around
1: mall kiosks (sighs) Like oh. when people come at you and they're like, You wanna try a dead sea salt scrub or yeah. something? Or it's just like, Oh, do you need help with anything for like the third time? I think yeah. at that point that's what I'm I'm just gonna start licking lips. I mean it's tough because that's their job. Yes. Yeah. But and my lips would get time. chapped from all yeah. the times I would well, lick it's, them. It's my job to pet every dog. I see. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Um I do still like I do want to pet every dog I see. I just ask and yeah. we see. That.
1: Yeah. I, I also don't understand that as a human behavior when humans go to reach in immediately for a dog yeah. without asking
2: because that's just asking to get bit.
1: Yeah. It, I, I don't understand it when humans reach in and immediately try to touch a baby
2: or a toddler. Oh, yeah. That's or weird. A small I've child. heard that from moms, like mothers to be, that strangers will s- touch their pregnant belly. Yeah. That's weird. Oh. And that to me is like, I would get arrested if someone did that to me her because slogan is i will fight you i yeah. will fight you and i will get arrested that is my <laughs> campaign slogan <laughs> I, I just got my vote <laughs> yeah honestly same. yeah that's what we need but yeah. you know what i'm gonna get on a political soap and no, i'm just getting <laughs> dogs for president oh god yes
1: uh, every, that does, every, there'd just be like a, a lot more napping
0: it does make me think when i lived in chicago i walked my cousin's dog shiloh And I would like the thing that like turns me off about dog ownership is if I just want to walk my dog, it always feels like it's going to be a production because uh, if somebody walks by with another dog, then I feel like, oh, are we going to have to figure out if our dogs are going to socialize or people are stopping to pet? and. So sometimes I would walk Shiloh and I'd just be like, no, I just want to walk my fucking dog.
2: Yeah. And it'd be like every person
0: coming up on the sidewalk. It's another like, all right, what's going to happen with this one?
2: Yeah. I think that there is some anxiety on, on my end from that.
0: Especially with a dog that...
2: Yeah, because he is just reactive sometimes. And we're trying to work on it, but it's Mm -hmm. slow and you have to be really consistent. And so he got better and then he started sliding back. So now I'm like reinforcing the training again. Because what happens a lot of times with me included is you kind of like, Go a little, you slack on the training a little bit, but mm-hmm. it's like, it's really every day. So like every time I'm out with him, I take that clicker and I have treats ready. And like every time he looks at a dog and doesn't react, I click, I give him a treat. And it's like, yeah. it's a lot of work. And I don't let him meet new dogs unless there's the owner is someone I know because then I can be like, oh, he's going to be a little bit of a jerk, but he'll he'll get over it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that makes sense. Because
2: sometimes like people get very precious about their dogs too. When it's like sometimes dogs like growling at each other or like even snapping isn't the end of the world.
0: Oh yeah, sometimes you see them, uh, and it's like, well, they look like they're fighting, but they seem to be really enjoying it.
2: Yeah, my dog, when he sees his best friend, they run up to each other and they bite each other's faces. That's how they say hello.
0: <laughs> it's the uh, like the the egg bite, right? Yeah, it's, not, it's the yeah. bite
2: inhibition. They're not actually trying to hurt each other, but that's how they play. They wrestle. Yeah, that's. i how played with play.
0: dogs who cut kind of, who get like yeah, that,
2: yeah. and that's I've kind seen of, teen boys do this. Yeah, <laughs> it's not that different. you just run up and you bite your best friends in the face.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> it's not a real bite, but. Some some people who might not be as well versed in this kind of dog language, but I can always tell when my dog is out for blood or when he's playing, and then when he when he he gets a like look in his eyes, and I'm like, oh, this is not gonna work.
0: Abort, abort.
2: Yeah, I'll I'll because he's small, I'll just pick him up and be like, oh, he's not friendly with new dogs. You
0: yeah.
1: Know. Um. So. Separation anxiety is another huge like, oh, common problem. That one's the issue. worst one. Um, it can happen because somebody in the family changes, they move locations, uh, the, their schedule is abruptly changed, uh, you're not around, they went through, like you said, some sort of trauma or abuse yeah. earlier, and they're just very, very freaked out. Like, what can you Separation do? Separation
2: anxiety is the hardest to train because it happens when you're gone. And so, honestly, if your dog is suffering from separation anxiety, call a dog trainer. Yeah. Like, because it's you just have to work in baby steps. It's like you leave for two seconds and then the dog doesn't bark, you run back in and you give it a treat, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, or you have to just go in such small steps because, like, it's just a stress response and they're just really sad you're not there. Yeah. And it's like, it's a really big yeah. bummer. But a lot of people... Like my friend got a dog and his dog had separation anxiety to the point where his neighbors were complaining and he was like, I, I have to go to work. I don't know what to do. So we had to spend all this money to put the dog in dog- doggy daycare and like have people come and watch his dog and all this stuff. And it's just like it's a really big pain when you live in apartment living because your neighbors, they don't understand that you're working with a rescue dog and mm-hmm. they don't really care because if your dog is barking all day, it's just annoying. Yeah, and the dog can't
1: explain to the neighbors, like, you don't understand. Yeah. When I was a child.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. My, you know, like, it's not like humans who are able to go to therapy and then express like, this is what's wrong with me. Yeah. I have anxiety because of these specific trigger points. So please, you know, the biggest, let's remove the trigger yeah. points. I
2: think schedule in any le- dog's life is really, really helpful if they know what to expect. So like having a routine, which can be hard because I've noticed my do- like lately potato, it's pilot season, so I've been going out on auditions more often but that also means that my schedule is less consistent so even like lately I've noticed Potato's been a little more anxious like he's it's manifesting in small ways like he's you know more jumpy at sounds but I know it's because usually I'm home for a more consistent amount of time but like now I'm like oh I've got this one at 11 the next day mine's at 4 and Mm -hmm, the next day I have 3 in a row and you know it's like so I it's hard for someone
0: Yeah. It's stressful for you and you know what your schedule is. Yeah. So that, yeah.
1: We uh I have a crazy separation anxiety story from a dog that I dog sat. So oh. uh there was somebody that I was dog sitting for where the the original dog was like an old dog almost like an like I always pictured him as like an old crusty sailor <laughs> like if he was a human he was very just like yeah I've seen some shit um and then that dog sadly passed so then they got a new dog who was maybe like a year old um, but then they had to unexpectedly leave so I don't mm-hmm. think it was necessarily like a oh we're going on vacation but we're gonna get a dog first situation um let's get so, that
0: dog before we go yeah exactly. so, it, so so it's done check
1: <laughs> <Should laughs> it off the yeah no I think it was a we need to leave can you watch for the weekend yeah that dog's separation anxiety i did not realize was it can be really bad it was so bad that i now I was only leaving the house for maybe a couple hours at a time Grab some groceries, you know, go to lunch, that kind of thing. When I came back and I had noticed that because I was my job was to crate the dog. And so I put her in the crate um, and she's not, you know, sad. But I was like, I'm sorry, I got to go. I noticed the first time the crate had like kind of moved. Oh, And I was like, okay, that's weird. But I assume she's just maybe like shaking, being like, I want to get out of the crate. When I came back the second time, she had freaked out so much that she had somehow pushed the crate like several feet over to the bed, grabbed a pillow, tore open the pillow. Yeah. Because when I walked in the room, all I saw were feathers, Mm -hmm. just pillow feathers everywhere. And I was like, they basically panic. Yeah. She panicked so hard and I felt so bad and she had a little fussy in her mouth and then the minute she saw me she was like oh thank God. And And I was like oh no
2: baby no. And (laughs) I didn't leave the house the rest of the weekend. Yeah I wouldn't blame you. And
0: like Liz was saying about um, you know punishing a dog like to hit the dog or make it feel bad for that. Like it's not gonna, it's like, I ate ate this pillow two hours ago. I don't know why you're mad at me. Yeah,
1: Yeah. I can't, there was no way I could be mad at her. Like I called him immediately and was just like, I'm so sorry, you're very nice down yeah Yeah, the pillow was ruined and they were like don't worry don't worry and i was just like
2: oh that pillow must have been like 80 (laughs) dollars i was so
1: worried about the pillow pillow.
0: well Well, it's their dog that ate it i've
2: heard stories of dogs that like cut themselves trying to get out of the crate that
1: was it though that's a part of it she like got her nose a little bit bloody yeah or
2: they like well Chew through, like, big chewers will chew through plastic crates, like, they, mm. dogs that, like, ruin doors because they're scratching them, like, they can be really, really destructive, and I just think for separation anxiety, especially severe cases, call a dog trainer, because that is a really, unfortunately, it's a really hard behavior to train out of a dog, because it's, it's like, hey, just stop being anxious, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, yeah, stop t- having panic attacks, yeah, just you?
1: try telling that to a human, exactly, too. like, I understood everything, in her like her eyes told me everything and i was like i'm so sorry i will never leave you ever again that was
2: one thing that i when i adopted potato i could not adopt a dog with separation anxiety so i was like made sure that every dog that i considered i was like do they have separation anxiety even a little bit Mm -hmm. because i cannot own a dog right now i can't do that yeah (laughs) what about
1: food guarding
2: oh i mean that's a really natural behavior too and you basically just have to it's it's hard that is a a behavior that is also difficult but you have to more work around it than try to fix i think but that's another thing if your dog is food guarding call a trainer because that's a potentially dangerous behavior because what's
0: food guarding
2: so it's basically like if a dog is eating and you like put your hand near their bowl sometimes they'll bite you because mm. they're guarding and so they'll do it with other animals um my dog specifically does it to optimus prime and that's it <laughs> he just doesn't want oh, opie not the other food. one no he will let diva eat his food he'll let his best friend who lives upstairs eat his food um he doesn't care if we mess around with it it's only opie he and opie have a bit of a they have an antagonistic brother-sister relationship. They'll mess mm. with each other. She does it to him, too. She messes with him. So Do you
0: ever, like, see them, like, cuddle up next to each other? And no, be like, oh, they oh. don't cuddle. Mm. They'll sit
2: next to each other. He and Diva will cuddle, and Diva and Opie will cuddle, but he and Opie have, they have.
0: Mm.
2: They got stuff to work they on. They don't you know? fight. They never, like, she's never scratched him. He's never bitten her, but they just kind of, like, they tolerate each other, but mm-hmm. they're not friends. Next mm-hmm.
0: time, next time, Potato does that to Opie. Just say Joey doesn't share food. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I was thinking that. I was like, I I can, as a human, can be slightly food guardy
2: <laughs> depending on the depending food on the restaurant and what we're eating. That's one of those behaviors that most shelters. This is sad. Most kill shelters will put a dog down if they food guard. <gasps> no. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So those are the kill shelters. Right. Um, but even the no, no kill shelters will still put a dog down. That's like the. That's <gasps> no.
0: Then why do they call themselves no kill shelters? Because
2: they don't just. So kill shelters kill dogs when they run out of room. Uh. No kill shelters only put down dogs that are uh, very aggressive and unadoptable. Mm-hmm. But it's up to their own discretion to decide what aggressive means. And I personally think food guarding is a problematic behavior. But I don't think it's not trainable. I think it just takes a lot of patience. And you should not have small children or other animals yeah. if you get a dog that food guards.
0: Yeah. If I had a dog that food guarded, I would just be like, "Well, will not touch your food."
2: Yeah, and that's kind of, or you just have to like reassure them that you're not going to steal their food. Yeah. Um. There's I'll eat a big a bowl of
0: spaghetti while they have, when I put their out, their food out, so they know. Oh, he's got his
2: spaghetti. <laughs> he's fine. He's fine.
0: He's, he's fine. got his spaghetti. He's
1: not. He's not coming near me. He's got
0: noodles.
2: <laughs> he's got noodles.
1: Uh,
0: and then I'm the one who has to food guard.
1: <laughs> well, there's food guarding, and then there's it's a terrible joke there's dick guarding because it's like the the I, I joked about it earlier but the idea of like compulsive mounting or masturbating oh, is also like a behavior that's usually problem. honestly
2: just excess energy or uh i've read that it's actually connected more to playfulness than okay because people ascribe it to dominance which i don't think is a thing so the reason i don't take potato to dog parks anymore is because he, whatever potato was putting out Dogs want to hump him, oh. so there would literally be like a queue of dogs waiting <laughs> to hump my dog. I'm oh not even God. exaggerating. There was one time I took him, and there were three dogs following him around, all trying to hump him. And I was, and Potato, because it's when I first got him, and he was still very like shy and timid. I think he was just like okay. <laughs> he didn't know. Now he's he's a little bit better about like saying no, <laughs> or he'll like growl or snap at a dog if they try to mount him.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> but at the time, he just kind of like. Was not enjoying it, but he wouldn't fight back, and I think that was also what was encouraging dogs to hump him. He was very humpable. There's something he was putting out, I guess. But I stopped taking him because I would tell the dog owners, I'd be like, "Hey, can you get your dog to not do that?" And they're like, "Ah, oh, whatever. They're just playing." Yeah. And I was like, "My dog is not enjoying this. Yeah, this is not consensual. Yeah." Um, but I think a lot of people think, "Oh, that's just dogs being dogs," and part of it is. But also, if the other dog is not enjoying it, you should get your dog to stop.
0: Yeah. Other yeah. people suck.
2: I mean, people just don't—they don't think like a dog. They think yeah. like people,
0: and and I, I and they, you know, they love their dog and they have the best yeah. of intentions. So they might not be informed properly. Yeah, I, I and get, they're I also nobody
2: likes to be told like, "Hey, your dog is doing yeah. something bad."
0: It's like you know. So saying that about someone's kid
2: Exactly Hey, My dog is perfect yeah. And you're an idiot Goodbye mm-hmm. Yeah <laughs> D-
0: Maybe your dog Should be making all these dogs So horny <laughs> No, nope, my- we already learned Dogs don't get horny It's
2: not Well they do But spayed and neutered dogs They're not Cause dogs will hump Like a couch Or like someone's leg Or a pillow Or It's Dogs will hump Really random things mm-hmm. You know Occasionally When my dog gets too excited Especially when they're about to eat It's like dinner time he gets real excited and he'll he'll hump the cat. He'll try to, <laughs> but then you'll hear like a, Row! and then the cats they all have their claws, so you know.
1: So not <laughs>
2: So it doesn't. It doesn't go on for a long time. <laughs>
1: what uh, What's the difference between obedience training and dog behavioral training? Dog behavioral training. Like, we've been talking about all these dog behaviors, but like, are they interchangeable or is uh, it? I think
2: obedience training is more like you're trying to get a dog to listen to you and to obey you. So like okay. sit, stay, lay down. But I think behavioral the training. Tricks. Yeah, Tricks. Um, and for also, shows. like, Yeah <laughs> Well I mean I love a good dog trick My dog knows a lot of Very useless tricks We taught him one It took a while Because he's got a long body And he kept falling over The like uh, Sit pretty or bag Yeah. When they like Kind of sit up On their hind legs uh-huh. It took him a long time Because he's a little long boy And he kept falling <laughs> But I was determined. This image makes me so happy. It was very cute when he would fall. Um, and then you give it to, you give the treat anyway, because you're like, that was a good try. Mm-hmm. Um, but he knows that now. But it's not useful for anything. Sure. But some things, like he has really good recall. That's when you call a dog and it comes back to you. I taught him with a dog whistle and with his name. And I bought a 30 foot leash to do that with him so that he wouldn't run away accidentally. Because that was. That was one of the first things I taught him and leave it was the other one I taught him, especially for the cats, because he tried to chase the cats a little when I first got him and I just had him. I had him on a leash and this is like recommended training. If you have a dog and cats, keep the dog on the leash in the house so that they don't get the opportunity to chase the cats because it's very stressful for the cats. Mm-hmm. And also, um, you don't want to let the dog do that ever. Yeah. So uh, those were the first things I taught him and they've been very, very useful. His recall is great. And also leaving it is so good cuz he will literally like he had something in his mouth the other day he picked up from the ground i told him to leave it he dropped it it's amazing that's well, obedience that, training good potato that's tough it's really hard cuz some dogs you'll you'll have to every dog owner has put their entire hand in their dog's mouth to fish out something that they should not be eating <laughs> yeah no, <that's> like <laughs> like
0: yeah i had to get like a whole um mcdonald's cheeseburger wrapper <laughs> oh, no. out of the mouth uh, when yeah, because the dog I walked loved just everything on the the ground yeah. was just a salad bar.
2: Some dogs are on the
0: ground, better about leaving was it than others. Food. Yeah, and um, and she didn't know leave it. So every yeah. like, yeah, she got it.
1: Uh any like words of wisdom or like mottos to live by or something? If 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 I one day, which I hope to one day, I hope to get a dog specifically a beagle. I love beagles. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to get a beagle without like yard space because they're very hyper dogs. Anyway, I'm not Well, about then me. you've
0: got to get out there and you've got to meet some beagles. I know. Go on a beagle cruise. Beagles are crazy.
2: <laughs> I I love beagles, but I would never get a beagle. They are little like
1: They're very hyper.
2: They're, well, they're hyper, but they smell so much that they will get into something that you don't even know you have. Uh-oh. Like they will get into, every, they will I knock over your that. trash. They will, um, they're like raccoons. They Because uh, they're scent hounds. And right. so m- I think when you're going to get a dog, think about where that, what that dog was bred for. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those behaviors will manifest in crazy ways. So like if you get a hunting dog, then they're, pro- they might kill a bird when you're out you know mm-hmm. and if you don't want to see that yeah i don't know or if you get a herding dog they might nip at the heels of your kids uh which is kind of funny but yeah. also you <laughs> might, your kids might not like that who cares <laughs> who cares i they should think hurry up funny. and get down here yeah. we gotta go to school sounds like um, they should
0: be sounds like they need to get going
2: that's why like dogs like uh pugs they're companion animals. They were not bred to do a job, and that's why they also tend to be kind of fat.
1: <laughs> yeah, one of my favorite dogs in the world is a pug. Uh, a friend of mine has who's just like a little slobber boy. How about yeah. a puggle?
2: Ooh, puggles, puggles are, are cute. Um, I I recommend a good mutt. I love mutts. My oh, dog yeah. is mutt. And when I say they beagle, tend to be healthier too.
1: Yeah, when I say beagle, I mean beagle mutt. Like. Something, I love a beagle, I love the way that they are, but I would never like go to a breeder ever. It's very much like
2: yeah,
1: uh, dogs a that beagle are sized shape, that kind of thing. But like, there's no way Get I'm any gonna- any dog
2: you fall in love exactly, with. Exactly. Yeah. Like
1: I'm gonna go to a shelter one of these days. I'm gonna see a dog. I'm gonna look, lock eyes with that dog and that dog's gonna lock eyes with me and I'm gonna go,
2: oh, you're my son or yeah. daughter yeah. now. I think last words of wisdom, is that what you said? or Yeah. Uh, I think if you're going to own a dog, I think the biggest thing to keep in mind is to be patient and to understand that you have this whole life outside of your dog, but to your dog, you are its whole life. So be more kind to your dog. Yeah, just remember
0: that. Yeah,
2: I think so. That really helps me because my dog is very noise sensitive. Like you cannot yell and you shouldn't yell at your dog anyway, because that's just like that dog can't, can't doesn't know what's going on. But there have been times of course, where you lose your temper or you're like frustrated, especially when I first got him and he kept peeing everywhere before I got the diapers. It was very easy for me to get frustrated. And I was like, ah, you know, you just like yeah. make a loud noise and he would just cower. <laughs> and it was so, so we learned very quickly that we don't raise our voice in our house, which has taught me a lot of patience, but also just cause you look at that dog and you're like, I am your whole, I am your everything. Mm-hmm. How could I ever be upset with you knowing that you know I think that's the biggest thing keep in mind you're getting so sad I am well I'm just,
1: kidding, I'm just <laughs> getting cleft. like be patient and kind is a lesson we can all take with us anywhere yeah. in the world around anyone I think but my especially dog has dogs. definitely
2: taught me to be a more patient kind human because I'm like well, especially because I think I, I'm i so obsessed with my dog because he's so pathetic. Like, he's literally, <laughs> he's afraid of the wind. He's in a diaper. He's, I mean, yeah. he's in a diaper. He's terrified of the wind. He's, like, such a helpless, stupid little creature. And it's, like, you cannot help. It's perfect. It's, you cannot help but just, like, want to, like, shield him from all the horrors of the sure. world. And yeah. he's, like, he's my perfect angel baby. Um, because I had a dog before him with my ex, like not the mean one, but the other one, Chevy Chase. Oh, Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase was chill as fuck. He like loved everything, everybody. He'd eat whatever, he never was stressed. And it's like, I loved him, but the way I feel about Potato is much more like, this thing needs me. Mm-hmm. Cause Chevy was like, whatever, I'm a happy little dog.
1: <laughs> he didn't care. Liz, thank you so much for coming on. Why oh, do you, you know so much that? Much. <laughs> thank you so much for having
2: me. Uh, is there anything you want to plug at this time? Um, follow my Instagram and my Twitter if you want. Uh, I'm Liz Party, L-I-Z-Z Party on Instagram and Liz, L-I-Z-Z on Twitter.
0: Just Liz? Yeah. Early adopter.
2: I killed a man. Wow. <laughs> she um, said part of her slogan.
0: Uh, I wish I could just be Steve. <laughs>
2: hey everybody
1: thanks for listening if you like what you heard tell everyone you know every way you know how Remember to subscribe, rate, and review, and be sure to go back and listen to our older episodes if you missed them. We talked about some weird stuff. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at WhyDoYouKnowThatPod or on Twitter at WhyDoYouKnowPod. They're different. And if you've got questions, comments, concerns, whatever, be sure to email us at WhyDoYouKnowThatPod at gmail.com. Let's do this again sometime.